Hello and welcome to Bear Academy podcast. Here we talk things about design, productivity, and technology. I'm your host, Bear, a UX designer who lives in Auckland, New Zealand. Imagine. You just moved to a new country with your family, and after a few intense weeks of job searching, you decided to take a break. You, your partner, and two kids went to a tropical island for a three nights trip. Everything looks awesome, at least at the beginning. You got a phone call which told you that you've got a job offer. Yay! Then you got another phone call. To tell you, you need to fly back ASAP, as the border is going to close at midnight. You couldn't do that, as it was the late afternoon and there was no flight back. As a result, you are stuck on the island, not a few days, not a few weeks, but nearly nine months. How about that? Hey, this is Bear at Bear Academy podcast. A few months ago, I read a post from a designer I followed on LinkedIn. That was his true story. Peter Atchison is a digital product designer from South Africa. She went to Auckland with family on job searching, got an offer just as a normal immigrant story, and then.、Um, He needed to leave the country to renew their visas, and then they chose they chose the nearest country, Fiji, to go. And now he's living in Fiji for eight months and founded a design studio on the island. In this episode of Bear Academy podcast, I invited Peter to share his story and how. He cope with the situation in different ways. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade remotely. So, Pete,、um, before we start, could you、uh, introduce a little bit about yourself, like、uh, briefly who you are and. Yeah, what do you do? Things like that. Yeah, sure, Bear.、Um, thanks very much for for having me, introducing me.、Um, yeah, I'm I'm Peter Atchison.、Um, I'm originally from South Africa, and、um, I have a、uh, wife and two kids.、Um, my wife's name is Tamar, and my my I have a little boy named Ila. He's eight, and I have a little girl named Ari. She's、uh, she's nearly six. And、um, yeah, and、uh, I'm I'm a graphic designer.、I've、been working in graphic design for、um, you know over 15 years. And、um, yeah, my family decided、um, late in 2019 that we would、um, go on a bit of a journey, and、um, you know just to、um, kind of explore new horizons, really. And、um, We took an opportunity to to head off to New Zealand, 
and um, and just the way things worked out and uh, I think it was mainly just due to timing and uh, this with 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 COVID um, we found ourselves um, out here in Fiji and uh, unexpectedly um, here for a longer period than we had planned so that's that's just a brief introduction of yeah, yeah. Where, we're at, where we're at thanks Pete that's um, that's um, oh uh, th- I think no matter who who who's are listening uh, after this brief, like, like what <laughs> you you you're trapped in Fiji and what is happening? Actually, that's um, that's the reason I'm reaching out. One of the reason because um, uh, I'm reaching out to to you for this podcast. The first one is that uh, uh, we follow up each other on LinkedIn, and also I saw some some uh, posts uh, that you shared about design which i really like and uh, some um, some insights so yeah this is one reason uh, we can talk about design in the later part but the first reason actually the uh, the major reason is that uh, around uh, two months ago i read one of your posts um actually i take a note uh on my uh on my notion and let me just read it out loud so that everyone can listen um, so pete said uh, nearly six months later and we are still stuck in fiji it's been a fascinating experience living on an island and making new friends with these amazing people but we have many challenges ahead new zealand had literally got their walls up and were anxiously waiting for return at the end of March, I received an offer uh, to work in an amazing company in Auckland, but unfortunately, they have to be not able to hold out for me. Um, so, and then there will be uh, some uh, later part. But the the first time when I read this post, I said, "What?" So, uh, this guy, this cool guy, uh, with his family went to Fiji for a holiday and trapped trapped there. This is what I'm thinking. So, could you let us know, like how, like what what happened, and how did this happen, like with some kills? Oh, right. oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, well, um, basically, we we traveled to New Zealand, and we had uh, uh, multiple entry visitors visas for New Zealand. So that only allows us to really stay in the country for three months at a time. Um, but it does allow you to um, look for work and apply for jobs. Um, but as long as you renew your entry, so by going out of the country and, and returning, you know. And um, I, I've known about this way of sort of finding work in Fiji from, from, from other people and um, because I, I have my sister who's been in, in, in New Zealand for um, a couple of years. We had an opportunity to come over there and stay with her and um, explore these these options, you know. Um, so, yeah, basically we arrived in New Zealand in December 2019, spent a lovely Christmas with my with my sister and the whole, the whole family was together. and. Um, we, I started with the um, job hunting and recruitment process 
little did I know that Auckland sort of went quiet over December. I couldn't believe how, how, how dead it was, and especially in the recruitment uh, field. But things started to pick up um, towards the end of January and February and that. And um, I got some interest and went for a number of interviews and some, some really um, interesting uh, companies and places I would love to work. And, um, and then um, I got uh, one lead with a, with a really amazing company. Uh, I'm not sure if, if I should mention who they are, but in any case, they're in Auckland and they're, they've got an international um, digital product and it was really exciting to me. Um, you know, um, the, the technical side of it really intrigued me. But, but in any case, um, I went through the process and um, that included um, um, the, the, the initial interviews, um, doing uh, a, a test, a, a sort of a design test uh, that I did at home and submitted to them, presented to them. Um, and then following with a little, a few days of work experience. And it was in the last days of that work experience that I realized that, well, we, we knew this was coming for a while, but we, we had to do this trip, you know, um, to renew our visas. And um, I, had a, I had a feeling that I was close to um, receiving the job offer. Um, so I, th I thought, okay, well, you know, Let's let's pick the nearest place we, we can go to um, to to get out of the country and come back, you know, uh, and have a short break before I really get stuck into applying for a work visa and um, settling into to work and all that. So um, yeah, we, we we picked Fiji and um, everything seemed to be um, on track. Um, I had spoken to um, the New Zealand immigration as well as you know the travel agents and even Fiji immigration just about traveling at that time because COVID was just starting to kind of get a bit uh, uh, get a bit worrying and um, the, they 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 all kind of reassured me that it was okay to travel for for, for three nights and you know um, we understood that we could get back to New Zealand without any problems but um we um, we arrived in Fiji and and, and and we're staying at the lovely Sofitel and the very next day, um, I was delighted to um, get correspondence from the uh, recruiter to say that I'd, I'd, I'd received the job offer for the, for the job that I'd been rec uh, recruited for. And I was very excited about that. But not long after that, I got a call from my sister saying, you guys have got to get back to New Zealand ASAP because they're about to shut the borders at midnight. And we literally didn't know what to do. Like, we were stressing and we we couldn't get a flight back before midnight it was already like into the afternoon and we just really didn't know what what um was going to come of this and we spoke to other guests around the resort and some of them some of them you could see were also trying to uh, scramble and get out of there and um others were just like no we'll we'll find a way you know it's 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 no big deal whatever and um, yeah, unfortunately for us, we didn't really have much of an option. So we just um, we just said, okay, well, we're going to hang hang in there and, and, and see how things go. But um, unfortunately, the reality hit, and there was there was no chance that we were going to be able to um, depart Fiji and 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 um, and return back to New Zealand. Wow, that's. 
that's I I just can't can't imagine like uh the, it happened on the same day that the first call you got is an yeah. offer job offer call which just yeah. uh, just bring you to to the top of the world and then second call is that something uh, something's gonna happen and you you need to go back as soon exactly. as possible so yeah and is especially thinking about with family uh, to hear those news together and and also like yeah. um um you mentioned that immigrate immigration immigrate and uh the uh all the all the uh, authority got to the insurance that it should not it will not happen like this so before i think that's really yeah dramatic and and something i think is really uh yeah not a good experience to heal like yeah. uh some somebody assure you that uh it it won't happen but it happened like this and especially yeah. thinking about just three nights right it's um yeah. uh, you you originally planned to have a three nights trip and now how now you stay at Fiji in Fiji for around seven months six seven months yeah i think it's, it's yeah it's probably close to eight months now wow um yeah and like like you say there that that was the really frustrating part for us and it's something that we've tried to like appeal against is that sort of the advice that they gave us was that it was safe to travel you know and and knowing that we're we have young kids here this is it was very unknown to us coming to feed you had never been here before we didn't know what to expect and also we didn't have a big budget to be stuck in Fiji you know we couldn't afford to stay in hotels um so we appealed to i mean um immigration new zealand have um a system for applying for um a special purpose to return to new zealand and we've applied over what eight uh, seven or eight times and we've been declined every time and you know most of that has been on humanitarian reasons and we've we've tried to plead our case that you know all all of the above reasons and and and, and the stress and trauma that it's that it's um caused my family um is it's it's been difficult to accept that it it seems like it's it's fallen on deaf ears and um they they seem to have put us in a category of of all migrants that have left the country and stuck outside the country there's no particular empathy to our case even though we're in Fiji and there's literally no risk of covid here um you know there wouldn't be any risk of us returning to new zealand and yeah, yeah it's just been a, a hard pill to swallow wow and yeah cuz i've heard some uh some other stories about uh like immigrants or some people uh is during their application uh applying the the visa and also got a lot of trouble because of the immigrants so uh, immigrants yeah. so that's um yeah, yeah. I, i just feel those people just don't have some basic empathy and or just a little bit flexibility so it should be not as hard as this and uh, but yeah that's uh that's something um don't know uh cannot change or just uh cannot change by ourselves so probably uh the it's it will be good to focus on the things you can control rather than complaint uh also that's really important to to just uh 
uh, yeah, let them do the things in in a better way. But it's it's probably in a long term, and for 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 everyone who every individuals probably uh, we will need to focus on our our daily um, like what we can do to 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 change it or to take the control. Yeah, and and uh, so that should be a really. A hard experience at first, but how did you uh, and your family cope with it? Like, uh, what did you do after that? And during this this nine month, this eight nine month, what what did you do yeah. during during this period? Yeah. Well, I would, I would say that we have been very blessed and um, very looked after by, um, or should I say, supported by friends and family who um, in particular my my sister who is in New Zealand um, she has been an amazing support and um, through her and her, her boss who she works for um, they had some contacts in Fiji on a um, uh, an island resort and um. while as, pretty much as the news broke that we were stuck and um, I think they understood you know where we are at and they realized that we couldn't really afford to stay in um, uh, for an extended time in the Sofitel for example or we'd have to find some sort of alternative accommodation um, my my sister and her boss reached out to these guys at, um, at, at this island resort and um, they offered to take us in um, kind of almost almost like refugees um, at the time the resort was just about going into lockdown so um, I think fortunately for us um, they didn't have any guests uh, here um, and they um, so they were and they had room to take us on um, they had a little cottage here that they could put our family in and um, we sort of had an agreement that I would um, help help out uh, in, in any way to support the island and what they needed to do to get through lockdown and get through the next few um, few difficult months that they were facing. Um, so yeah, we've been very fortunate to to live on this beautiful island um, for this this period of time. And we feel really blessed. Um, I mean, my, my wife, when we, when we came to Fiji and we arrived at uh, Sofitel, you know, it's a beautiful hotel and all that, but it's not really what you picture in your mind about Fiji. It's you don't have the beautiful stretches of white sand and crystal blue and turquoise oceans that you that you imagine. Um, but then, like I, her dreams were kind of fulfilled when when we arrived at this beautiful island. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's been a really incredible experience. Um, you know, living with a small community of people, there's um, a handful of expats who have remained on the island, who, who work here and they continue to run it. Um, and um, and then there's the, 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 the working staff and the, the laborers who um, continue to maintain the island. Um, and um, there's some construction going on, so there's a little bit going on, but it's, 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 it's really a small island with uh, limited um, resources and um, and people yeah um, but it's been a great experience for my kids um, coming from like South Africa where you know we were having some struggles there um, with uh, just the 
uh, environments in South Africa where the crime was increasing and all of that, and we didn't really have that much freedom, to now coming to a place like this where we have ultimate freedom and our kids can run wild and you know run run around on the island and and yeah. run along the beaches and no no issues no no issues at all. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. Really yeah, don't don't worry about the lions or other uh, wild animals who are going to hurt. Because <laughs> on on the island, uh, it's, yeah, should be safe. Yeah, that's the bright side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, we we have we have endured a cyclone which we never experienced before, um, and a number of really mild earthquakes. So there's been, oh, wow. been a number of firsts firsts for us over here. Uh, it's been really exciting and. Like I said, we've just been like really looked after the whole time. We've never been fearful, and it's just it's been amazing. Yeah, and how 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 are the kids? Like,、uh, are they happy about this experience? Because、uh, do they feel、um, like are they have local friends or、uh, at at school or how things go on on their side? Yeah, well, schooling is is difficult.、Um, It, um, when we were in New Zealand, we、um, during that time we actually enrolled them in school, and、um, our intention was that we would、uh, I would be able to get a work visa and I'll be able to keep the kids in school and we'd continue from there. And、uh, yeah, unfortunately, that came to an abrupt end when we、um, when we came over here.、Um, fortunately, there there are a couple of other kids here.、Um, there there are a few families of the expats and they have some young kids, so. Our kids have had some some other kids to, to to play with in that, and in terms of schooling, at first we were just really relaxed about it, and we said, okay, well, we'll just take this time to take a break, and you know, my wife would、um, find a few exercises, basically print things off Pinterest, and do a few exercises with the kids. So we had no real like formal thing, but、um, recently we've、um, started to.、Um, Trying to get into more of a routine and, and, and taking on some formal training, we've subscribed to an online、um, training service because we don't want the kids to fall back.、Um, and hopefully next year, then they they won't have to like repeat the year or something like that. You know? Yeah.、Um, yeah. So yeah. But they're happy.、Um, they 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 miss New Zealand and they had friends and family in New Zealand as well. And and getting into the school routine, which was really lovely there,、um, but they've kind of adapted to this this lifestyle. Kids are really resilient, and、um, they've they've just been they've been fine. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes I just feel so surprising that、uh, kids are have better、uh, ability to get used to the environment and better to、uh, to, to to cope with it. Uh, rather than the、uh, than the, the adults, you know, sometimes I do find that, yeah, it's just really amazing, and yeah, it's great to hear that they they uh, uh, love the environment and、uh, have fun with with、uh, with friends, and also um yeah, because uh myself was also、uh, is also a little do- a little girl's dad, so I can imagine like how uh like. If it's a short term, like a, a few days or a few even a few weeks, that's all right. So just、uh, be flexible and、uh, let them have fun. But it's if it's lasting for like more than a few months, and you probably start to think, yeah, 
I need to do something to keep the momentum rather than just let it go for for a whole year or for a few months. It's、uh, start to worry and yeah, I can imagine. And for my wife, probably just a week, she will lose the control. <laughs> like like <laughs> she will yeah, she totally panic. Like、yeah. how things going? Yeah, and great to hear that. Um, um, and uh, what's the hardest? Think what was the hardest thing for you,、uh, for you to think,、uh, like during this,、uh, this,、um, this experience so far.、Um, what's the biggest challenge, at, uh, uh, like for the for this whole journey? Well, I'd say the, the biggest challenge for us has been financially,、um, because、um, you know、uh, I, I left a really good job. In South Africa, and you know, I was I was earning well, and I was really satisfied in in, in my role. And but、um, we made the decision that、um, this journey was to better our life, and it wasn't really about a financial thing.、Um, and in some ways,、uh, maybe it was a risk、um, to not have、um, a huge、um, kind of emergency savings on board. Um, but it cost us a lot to 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 get to New Zealand and and the whole process.、Um, and you know, being there for the first few months de- depleted a lot of our、um, our savings.、Um, so coming over to Fiji was almost like a last resort, and everything seemed to be aligned for the next steps. And it, it, we imagined that it would be seamless, you know,、um, and we would be okay.、Um, but、um, yeah. Uh, COVID had other plans for us, and、um, so we really had to.、Um, well, yeah, it was it was a real big wake up call, and we were put in this position where you know now I'm 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 without work, I'm without a, an income, and and how are we going to make this happen? Yeah, yeah, just can't imagine like if I have the same the same situation what will I do? And but I think. Uh, people will have、um, really potential,、uh, like ability or just、uh, a power to 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 get over it. And it's it's,、yeah. it's sometimes we、uh, underestimate our ability sometimes, and just think、yeah. probably I can't do this, and it's、uh, I will never do this or things like that. But actually, if you put on the situation and You find a way, and、um, yeah, and after that, like a few years later, it will become a, a, a great story for for、yeah. kids and for other people to to, to tell. But during the process, it probably seems、um, like、uh, an endless, <laughs> uh, like uh, all the things are happening at the same time. And yeah, but yeah. I I just、uh, so impressed about. About what you experience,、uh, like the, of this experience, and I sometimes also put it on my head,、uh, on my head, and think about it. What will I do? What if it happened on me? And um, and uh, how to cope it? How to cope with it? So probably uh,、yeah. uh, to con- uh, like uh, if you, uh, so let me ask this wallet question. So if you have the Uh, the chance to do it again, but also like uh, the same, uh, it happened, and you st-、uh, you need to stay at the island at Fiji 
for nine months, uh, maybe even more. So what will you do differently this time if you have another chance to do it uh, from the beginning again? Hmm. It's yeah, it's a difficult question when you're kind of faced with the unknown, like every day you don't really know what the next day is going to bring. Um, you know, I often think about what I would have done differently and I go back to um, when we were in New Zealand and the decision to leave and perhaps that that was the stage where I should have been a bit more focused but at the time everything was so um, sort of confusing about the virus and the information we were getting from immigration like we trusted that we felt like we were following all the steps we needed to um, and and we still landed in this situation. Um, I think the only, and you know, without having con control of that, um, we landed in the situation. And if I have to think about how I would do things differently, it may be that I would just start with, um, doing what I needed to do for my family sooner in terms of that um, um, getting the uh, getting my, my business up and running and getting us a little bit more financially stable I would have, I would have definitely done that sooner uh, is it uh, uh, is it means that correct me if I'm wrong is it means that you probably would start your like your uh, your own business sooner like before before that is probably just a kind of side hustle or something you, uh, you you're doing for fun or uh, but if uh, if you have another chance probably you can do something for yourself uh, like put a priority for that is that what you mean yeah um, yeah I would say so I mean uh, initially coming over here um, the kind of design work that I'm doing was was like a side hustle and um, but I don't think it, it took me some time to realize that that could actually grow into something that could support my family um, and, and that I could pull that together even while I'm over here in Fiji um, and yeah that's something that I would probably have if if I could do it again I would I would, I would have done it sooner so that we wouldn't have to struggle this long, you know. Um, maybe we would have been able to be become more self-sufficient and, you know, even be able to support ourselves with our own uh, place, like living on the mainland, for example. Whereas here, we're we're on an island. We sort of reliance on 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 the island and their resources. Um, if I'd done it sooner, we might be in a better position to uh, be a bit more self-sufficient um, in at, at this stage. Right, that's great. Um, let's let's talk things about design, because uh, as a as designers. So uh, speaking of the uh, the previous role, you work in uh, South Africa as a graphic designer, um, and okay. it's, uh, yeah, it's really uh, impressive for like a, a, a fifteen year experience designer. Uh, what? uh what which industry did you did you work in like what did you do for that role uh so 
I'll take you back a few steps. I mean, when I when I left college, when I, I studied graphic design, I, mm-hmm. I left college, and um, you know, a lot, a lot of the people were getting into advertising and all that, and I didn't really feel the um, the the draw into the advertising world. I don't know. I wasn't really sure what I was searching for, um, right. but uh, I. I had an opportunity to work in a, a clothing uh, company, um, uh, sort of branded apparel, and um, I, I, I did that for about seven years, and that, that was an interesting journey. Uh, I worked closely with uh, fashion designers and um, working on, on, on menswear and, and doing sort of creative artworking, um, but my role also extended to a bit of uh, marketing and advertising materials, branding materials for, for, for new clothing brands, um, and a bit of digital, um, bit of digital work as well. So, I, my, it, um, my role started evolving, and I started to have more an interest in in the digital world. And I, I saw how limited um, clothing was becoming um, for me. And um, actually, by chance, um, I, I got a I got a message from um, someone I knew who was a recruiter who was looking for someone. Um, she mentioned the, that well, she asked if I knew anyone that that might be interested in this particular role, and I immediately jumped out of my seat and I said, "Yeah, me, me. I'll, 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 this sounds this sounds just up my alley, you know." And um, I, yeah, I, I I felt very lucky that I. Um, I applied for this role and I, I managed to get through all the stages of recruitment um, and I landed my, myself um, this job at the company called Derivco in Durban and they are the they're a, they design and develop technology for for micro gaming um, one of the world's biggest suppliers of online gaming and um, and Derivco is an amazing company to work work for they they really care for their people and they, they grow people and there's some amazing people working there that, that I learned so much from. Um, uh, I was blown away by the, the creative team that they had there, you know, um, consisting of, um, you know, illustrators and um, technical artists and 3D artists and, um, you know, all the great creative minds, art directors and creative directors. Um, that just made up this amazing team who made these really, really cool games. So I, when I joined there, I found myself in the brand and marketing team. And um, we worked closely with the game designers um, and we created B, mainly B2B marketing packs um, um, to go along with the um, online and mobile game releases. And these were used by casino operators to market the games. Um, After the game was developed, um, then you uh, like you support marketing for for the yeah for all the materials and uh, resources. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So we mm. we had a we had a little team of um, also talented people. Some of them uh, talented in animation and. Um, copywriting and uh, all that sorts and um, we yeah we created this range of marketing materials um, um, yeah to go along with the releases of of, of these games and uh, it was a really 
exciting place to work. Um, you know, there was definitely pressure and there was a big, big learning curve. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed that thoroughly. Um, and then a couple of years into um, working at the Rivco, they um, underwent some changes and they kind of flipped things around a bit. And um, I, I was offered a, a role in a, a game design team for one of their um, one of their products. And um, I, that that to me was uh, it, it felt like the the next step for me, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I um, was involved in another team with 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 guys that were, that were our responsibility was to to create games, both taking um, existing games and applying them to a new sort of um, platform, and also originating new games of our own, which was which was really exciting. So, yeah, that was that was a really great experience. Yeah. So. Which means that at first stage you you're being involved, you was uh, you were in, involved in the in the marketing stage after the game was developed. Mm -hmm. But uh, then in the second stage of your career as a designer, you're being involved in a game design team, so um, yeah. that you can uh, uh, like contribute design for the game is on the process. So that's super that's super cool because. Yeah. I, I also find that uh, like some game designs totally something uh, really complex and uh, really involved with like psychology user experience so it should be really fun to to work yeah. for for a team and also uh, and also as a designer that's that's yeah. always good to to have some different experience from different roles yeah and yeah yeah and and then when you went to new zealand uh so did you also looking for uh similar similar roles like uh other uh game industry or uh just uh, um, like general uh tech or uh innovation industry yeah yeah so that was a bit of a realization for me when i when i came to new zealand well i had done a bit of research before I, I came over there, but then, you know, realizing that there, there wasn't this um, sort of uh, gaming industry that I was used to, um, in, well, in, not in the same kind of um, line uh, in, uh, existing in, in, in New Zealand. I mean, there are some gaming companies, but I think they're more, um, how do you say, um, they, uh, you know, a different, different type of gaming. There's some amazing gaming companies actually in New Zealand, um, but not really the type that I'm, that, that I was familiar with. I mean, the, the kind of games I was working with is, is, is casino slot games, you know? And um, I know there's a lot of that in Australia. And I was, just, I guess I was just hoping that I would, I would find some of that in New Zealand. Um, but um, uh, yeah, I realized there wasn't much. I mean, I tried to reach out to, other sort of casino kind of operators. I mean, there's the big uh, Sky Casino, and I, I imagine that I might find a role there. Um, but I think there just wasn't much scope for, for that. Um, so my next step was to go down more of the UX path that I'd been exploring within game design. Um, and I tried to so solidify the, that kind of thinking and apply it to um, 
opportunities that that um, I might have in New Zealand, and it was really challenging because um, you know I don't have a portfolio of work of UX design on 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 other uh, soft software um, applications and, and that sort of thing. It's my background has been rather specific, um, so it was really challenging to 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 meet with people and 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 try and. Um, you know, show some common ground. Um, at the yeah. same time, I, th I think that I have a kind of a unique um, perspective on on UX, and I, I always hoped that that would be something that would that would shine and um, and that 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 they would see, yeah, they would see some potential. Yeah, that definitely. Uh, can can I ask uh, if you describe yourself like if you uh, describe your unique to uh, like a potential employer, like or a stranger, what that will be like, um, uh, like using a few sentences to describe what you're different uh, from from other UX designers. Is that something related to game or something, uh, something? Because uh, I'm just curious about that. Well, I would say from my experience, it's. It's a combination of, of of brand and UX, and I've always enjoyed to see the bigger the bigger picture. So you know, it's one thing to understand the end user um, as as the person who's um, physically um, interacting with the particular application, but also to be able to understand how that product may be marketed. Um, I think is 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 another is another level of of uh, user experience that's um, that's beneficial, and um, I think if I if I had to go deeper, I could bring in some sort of um, game um, sort of game psychology into into some of the work, but that would that would be more presented on uh, depending on on the opportunity. I, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's great because I can definitely see that you have much better uh, previous experience as a graphic and game designer which is something that uh, quite different from other general uh, designers especially for UX designers because normally when you talk about UX design it's always related to UI so uh, which means if you have a visual design background it will be uh, it will be a extra point or sometimes it will be uh, like uh, the major, uh, the major reason you got hired as a, as a designer, but I think uh, there's a there's also a trend is happening is that uh, even for some serious product, some formal product, uh, they are starting to involve like uh, gamification and something to uh, to make it similar as playing game like the, the experience because uh, I, I don't have the experience uh, of working in gaming industry but I can presume I can uh, in my guess is that uh, they have really deep understanding about uh, human psychology and yeah. cogn cognition and all the things about how to learn and how to uh, show a new concept and show them yeah. how to how to get used to it and also how to yeah. how to make the progress i think that's really yeah. really helpful 
if you have th- those knowledge and skills yeah. to 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 improve the current or new products. So no matter what kind of the product is, and back to what you mentioned, New Zealand is a really small market. Like, yeah, uh, probably don't have uh, exactly the same company you worked in South Africa. Because I struggled the same when I moved to New Zealand, and uh, I used to uh, do uh, web, uh, like app developing in China, uh, wow. uh, app design. And yeah. at that time, we didn't call ourselves as a UX designer. Probably more like a UI design or interaction design. So things like that. Uh, it's more about uh, interface, but also sure. some interaction. And when I moved to New Zealand, I started to to、uh, to refocus my career back to design, and、yeah. start to look for job opportunities and find it's it's quite different from、uh, from other places,、uh, yeah. even even different from other、um, like Western countries,、uh, according to what I, what my researches. But then、uh, try to yeah get used to it and also. Take the,、um, like find a better position about yourself, and also build a strategy. I think that's that is something also related to, actually,、uh, the job searching or、uh, find、uh, like the career of ourselves is also a UX design. So、uh, ourselves is a product as well. So we need to sell ourselves to the, to different、um, to different、uh, customers, which means the. The employers, so yeah, that's that's quite interesting. That's yeah, that's true. Right. It's all about how you how you brand yourself, how you present yourself, and、um, yeah, I mean,、uh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and yeah, well, actually, when、uh, when I did my、uh, portfolio and、um, and my CV at that time, I literally talked to the people who is going to read it, like. My potential employers. That's kind of like a user research. Like,、uh, how long did you did you spend on this and find? Most of them、yeah. just because they are super busy. Like all the hiring managers, just、yeah. uh, during the meetings, probably they can pick up one or two CVs to to go yeah, through yeah. it and、uh, just trying to find. So that's the persona of them, and then you need to create your own. Uh, like the format to attract their attention in that, in two minutes of your CV,、uh, and then, yeah, this this is quite interesting, and yeah, it's a real、um, challenge. Yeah, it's a real challenge. <laughs> I think you,、uh, it depends on because now you have an awesome story <laughs> to share about this、uh, trapped in a tropical island and survive as a designer. <laughs> so、uh, that's where always. People will, will will at least want to talk with you to talk to you in person. So、uh, there could be much more interview opportunities than me. Than than、uh, when I was、um, finding jobs, I find even an interview opportunity is hard to find、uh, if you if you don't have any local experience. But I think you、yeah. you 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 have much better story to share. And also、uh, another thing that. I'm thinking is that、uh, working remotely could be the trend.、Uh, it's already the trend. It's already、uh, happening all around the world. And
that's kind of like the bright side of COVID,、uh, and it was accel、uh, it accelerates the the understanding of、uh, of work remotely, like remote work、uh, for at least five years or ten years for all all、yeah. the days of the world.、Uh, yeah. Do you, like I, I know that you build your own、uh, studio for design. Uh, consulting,、um, branding, like、uh, graphic design, UX design, and、uh, what do you think about remote work? Because probably now you gonna have a lot of、um, clients or uh, uh, out of Fiji, right? So,、uh, so all your clients probably not are not in Fiji at at the moment. So, what do you think about、uh, work remotely and?、Uh, And how how do you think what 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 we can do, or yeah, any comments and thoughts about this? Yeah, I think the the remote work has been fantastic.、Um, I've really enjoyed connecting with people around the world, and it's been amazing at how、um, I wouldn't say easy, but how how do how do you say like、um, responsive it is when you reach out there, people. People respond, and you can connect with people. You know, whether it's via LinkedIn or、um, or even via word of mouth. You know,、um, it's it's just really amazing to connect with people、uh, across the world. And I've I've really enjoyed the,、uh, meeting people across the world and and being able to do work for them,、um, and you know, be able to make a difference to someone's company、um, in the US or in Australia or something like that. It, it, that that really、uh, means a lot to me. Um, in in terms of remote work, I think, yeah, it's 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 definitely ex- exploded now. It's become a necessity, but I still feel like s- some、uh, companies may be、uh, not taking advantage of it that much.、Um, and like even even with the job that I was I was offered, like I was really trying to、um, push them to you know s- allow me to work remotely. And、um, it was it was difficult, I guess, because、uh, there was a lot of factors. But、um, you know, they already had been working remotely with with because they had offices around the globe, and that I think the biggest challenge was just、um, the do- domain knowledge and the onboarding that I that I had to go through. So they felt that it was more important that I I, I was in the office. Um, even though I had taken part in an online training、um, schedule that they had set up for me,、um, they just didn't. They weren't ready to take the next step to、uh, allow me to work remotely, and I feel like that was a bit of a missed、uh, opportunity because I think we, we, I could have continued on with them, and we could have just, you know, built our our relationship and. I think I would have a lot to offer them, even though I'm stuck over in Fiji. So I think in in, in times like that, I, I would like companies to be a little bit more open to taking on new people, and perhaps in even more technical roles. Like I'm struggling at the moment, where like I I would like to be doing more technical and UX kind of work, and I feel like I'm a bit limited to、uh, graphic design, branding work, which you know I've I've, I've done. Um, for years, so I'm hoping in the future that I that I can do more、um, UX work while re- working remotely. Yeah, 
that's actually a great topic um, for UX design to work remote, remotely, and and back to your uh, what you shared about uh, the the remote work experience. I think yeah, uh, sometimes it's just uh, us like individuals are ready, uh, but the companies they are not ready, or they are not yeah. uh, they are not uh, ready to to make the step or make the change. Uh, probably just under the uh, the like the COVID pressure is not that intense as uh, U.S. Um, U.S. companies or Australian companies, especially yeah. for New Zealand companies. Sometimes um, uh, we don't have that culture here to to like uh, regard uh, remote work as a norm or as something yeah. uh, uh, something we can think about and. That's what I found. Uh, COVID really pushed it forward, for for a lot. And sometimes, yeah, I do find um, um, probably for us, like uh, the uh, designers and uh, other uh, professionals, the best strategy the strategy would be uh, get yourself ready and improve all the skills to necessarily to work online and. Yeah. Uh, UX design is a little bit tricky to work online because something uh, uh, will be much easier to do it in person. But it's also like I, I do think that nothing's impossible because it should be uh, worked. And also uh, considering what is happening in US, a lot of companies are doing the same, like totally 100% remote. And uh, UX designers, they used to like facilitate workshops in person, but now we need to do it online. And actually, after a few practice, you find it works fine. And also, uh, I think we are all in the broadband, like the the bandwidth is much better than a few years before. So which doesn't change um, a lot. And also people get used to it and now we're trying to uh, take the advantage of it. I think th- that's that's really helpful. Like just this week uh, when I was working, and uh, we do we did a, a remotely uh, design sprint workshop. So yeah. two guys in Australia, the facilitator in uh, they are in Australia, and yeah. us in uh, in the office of New, uh, of Auckland. And there's yeah. another guy, uh, probably in Singapore or somewhere, but it's yeah. just like uh, it work works fine, and everyone share the share the uh, share the drawing that uh, sketches, uh, yeah. send it immediately on the screen, and the facilitator can share uh, can walk through one by one, and we can yeah. vote online. So yeah. it's it's. Yeah, something like now we get used to it. But if we think about like five years ago, it's impossible. Like it's just like black magic. <laughs> Nobody can think yeah. like everyone can work online with a with yeah. a workshop, can vote, can do things like that. Yeah, that's just impossible a few years ago. But I think that's but uh, that's something we need to like as yeah. individuals, we need to um, get ready and be prepared. Yeah, and yeah. probably reach out for some opportunities that uh, some companies offer remote work experience, yeah. uh, re- remote work um, 
um, like opportunities. Actually, that's what I was do.、Uh, what I did during the second lockdown of all、uh, of um、uh, of of Auckland, because that at that time my my previous role was、uh, was disestablished, so I was、uh, redundant. I was laid off, and then、uh, during that time, I I I'm looking. I was looking for a, a new job, but also I think. Yeah, probably I need to find some other opportunities. Can、yeah. can can put myself in a better position? Because if that if it happens again, like the third time or the fourth time, and then、uh, if if my next employer they are、uh, perform the performance is not good and the role was cancelled again, and、uh, which means I was、uh, like quite re- re- reactive, you know. So. Uh, so during、uh, May and June, I also try to find some、um, like remote opportunities. And、wow. yeah, currently I'm working.、Uh, like one of my、uh, the second job I'm doing is for、uh, a UX bootcamp for uh, for uh, as the mentor as the as a teacher.、Yes. So so、uh, which I can provide some support for other student、yes. in US. So. Yeah, that's a one hundred percent remote work. So probably that's something.、Um, uh, yeah,、uh, you can consider to do that like, as the thing. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, do some search,、uh, job searching about a remote yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah.、Mm. Yeah, I've, I've always enjoyed、um, the the remote working tools. There's so many、uh, new ones that are coming out and new ways of working. It just、uh, makes it easier. Uh, I think the the biggest challenge for me is having e- enough screens <laughs> to to work with <laughs> to visualize all the things at the same time. You know, yeah.、Uh, I think that's one of the most important things, just to have some some decent screen、uh, real estate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. It's especially as a as a designer, you know, there's never enough screens. <laughs> yeah, never enough screens. <laughs> right. Uh, speaking of、yeah. tools,、um, interesting. What are the major tools that you are using、uh, for work?、Uh, no matter UX or graphic, what are the tools that you you are using?、Um, well, I don't think I've been using anything really out of the ordinary.、Um, you know, I think I just like to really、uh, make the most of the, the the tools that I know and I've. I feel like I'm I'm const I'm still constantly learning about about the the tools that I use. I mean, that's basically just the Adobe suite. And I started out、um, doing UX and UI design in in XD. And I always I was always a strong believer in XD from when it, it came out. And I used to try and encourage people at my work to ex- explore XD. A lot of them had been doing. Um, interface work in Illustrator, and、mm-hmm. I, I, I saw the challenges that they had there. So I always believed in this way of working.、Um, so yeah, the Adobe Suite has been has been pretty faithful to me. And like I said, I like to really make the most of it and explore ways of working within that suite.、Um, I have explored、um, working in Figma, and I've checked out Sketch and. You know, I, I feel like I, I could easily adapt to those if if there was the requirements,、um, because uh, fundamentally、um, I, I, I understand the way it works.、Um, but for me, yeah, 
like I said, the Derby Suite's been uh, pretty faithful to me. Yeah, that's actually what I'm thinking is that I, if if anyone has previous experience working in uh, in uh, fashion or other industry related to graphic design, probably Adobe Suites will be the like the must have or something like yeah. pretty essential and it, it yeah. does the does the great job on uh, all different uh, perspectives so yeah, yeah. And, and also for me it's it's probably the same i use uh, adobe suites a lot but recently like uh, my previous two jobs are just focused on uh, the digital product so uh they require uh, so like uh, sketch uh, are like the, the the common standard for for the for all the designers are using and i do like it like it's quite light yeah. and and easy yeah. to use and figma is my for my personal project i do find it's really helpful like if you want to uh, build a, a landing page for yourself or portfolio or just an interface uh, of of, uh, of an app it's much easier and yeah. much faster and also the design system is building in Figma, which is, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Do you yeah. use any other like uh, collaborative uh, collaboration tools uh, to share with designer or, uh, or other um, uh, like clients, business uh, people? Um, like for example, like uh, whiteboard tool, uh, Miro or other, other tools? At the moment, not so much, but in, in, in uh, my past and my previous position, I, um, you know, I, I kind of, I explored those options. Um, the company I worked for was like quite a big company. So they weren't always open to uh, introducing new technology because they had a lot of their own existing technology. Uh, even though I might uh, see benefits in, in products like Miro and uh, I, I'd use Miro and I'd used um, Envision um, their, their free hands and Envision have some really cool tools uh, and actually learned a lot about UX through Envision's um, blogs and all that yep. um, and um, so I, I, I used to experiment with those tools but um, none of them were really fully accepted um, we used mainly it, I think it was also that it was a lot of um, uh, development focused um, the work. So we would use our Confluence and Jira and those sort of things mm. um, for for our communication, collaboration, that sort of thing. Yeah. It's all tied into the you know project management mm. system and all that. So yeah, there's it it always a pu- always a push for for design to to um, represent their own tools. Yeah, I think it's it feels like we need to like uh, chasing the latest tools and it's always uh, like after a few years there will be a yeah. new new kids in town and you need to get used yeah. to to learning the, something new but some fundamental things uh, were always the same uh, like yeah. uh, the designer color typeface all the things probably the same and for ux uh, like people are always the same so people doesn't change um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. That, that's that's great um so I, I don't want to take too much of your time pete so probably just one uh one two last questions um uh i, I noticed that you you uh created uh 
uh, studio, Shine Up Studio. So uh, currently, that's for uh, for all the design cons uh, like consulting service. Uh, is there anything that you think uh, the people who are listening might be interested, or is there something you want to talk about your studio? Well, Shine Up Studio. Um... Yeah, thanks for asking. It's you know it really was my my side hustle, which has become my main hustle, and um, yeah, it's been an interesting interesting thing. Like I always in like since I left college, I think I always had these dreams of of running my own design studio or or collaborating with um, a few other like-minded designers. You know, running uh, you know like a sort of collaboration and. But I never really, I think I was always chasing my career and I never really took the steps to like brand myself or anything like that. And it was great to have this time to reflect while, I, while I've been out here and really think about like, like what, what is my brand and you know, what, what I stand for and what can I offer people? Um, and yeah, it, 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 um, you know, it was, it was really good to have that time to, 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 to think about this and, and, and put it together. And I like had my own project, my own, my own brand and I um, invested hundred um, percent of my time with, with, with specific goals in mind. And um, I, I really enjoyed having that time and space to, to work on my own thing. Um, and um, yeah, and I feel like it, it's, it has a, a, a close connection to me and, um, and like I said before, I, I really just in, enjoy meeting people from around the world and being able to contribute to their business in some way. Um, and I feel like some some people, even if they have a small business or they're just starting out, they think that design is, is not accessible to them. Maybe it's too expensive or something. Um, but I think there, there's always there's always a way. And um, I think that's why little studios like this, like myself, um, are able to offer them solutions, um, whether it's a small company or you have a bigger company and you need to full, um, fulfill some of your marketing needs, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, I can, I... yeah, that's great. So if anyone who's listening um, uh, in Auckland or anywhere, anywhere of the world uh, got interested about um, Peter's studio, just uh, search on shineupstudio.com. So yeah, that will, it will find uh, find uh, details about this. And personally, I do think that's uh, quite important for uh, for designer, no matter you're working in a company or agency. But it would be good to start uh, something uh, just for yourself, um, uh, uh, no matter a side hustle, a personal project, a side project, or hobby, or uh, or yeah anything but it will be good to uh, spend invest some time uh, to yeah. uh, on, on yourself on the the project you you are interested in and yeah. i know it's really hard for someone who's already working in uh, in a really uh, fast space a fast pace uh, work um in that scenario everyone's like you probably uh just focus or don't have enough uh, energy uh, or attention to to do something for yourself. But that's actually quite important. 
and、uh, will be will be、uh, always good、uh, in the long term perspective. So、uh, if you invest on yourself, that will definitely get more return than you.、Uh, yeah,、uh, yeah. So that's yeah. I agree, and、um, you know, I think doing work on the side has has always helped me in my career. Um, like even when I was working in the clothing industry,、um, I I knew how limited that kind of work was for my portfolio. So my side hustle was the thing that helped me、um, do more digital work, you know, and、um, do more brand and marketing work. And I think that was the thing that helped me、um, reach my ne- my next role.、Um, yeah. And yeah, so、hmm. I agree. It's definitely、yeah. a, it's a good thing. Right. Yes.、Yeah, speaking of the portfolio thing,、uh, improvement is also uh, when uh, when you're working when a designer working a large company. Sometimes you find the design progress is moving quite not as we thought. Some sometimes quite slow. And as an individual、uh, designer or as a sole trader freelance designer,、uh, if you just yourself. Probably it's through moving much faster, and、uh, it's so easy to to、uh, to push the progress. But it's also like uh, uh, need to balance.、Uh, if if it's just a self project, you、uh, yeah. you might lose yourself. Like、uh, you you might lose the balance. Just one hundred percent of uh, the the opinion from from yourself. Probably also need to do some、uh, teamwork and.、Um, And research、yeah. for that, so that's that's a that's another great topic. Pro- probably we can cover that in in another call. But yeah, that's that's great for like uh like Pete. That I'm really appreciate your your time today, and、uh, impressed about your story and how you and your family just uh settled uh, down in a really uncertain uncertain environment and. Uh, without uh, without lim- without enough resource, that's really impressive, and I do believe that's a lot of people are interested about your story, but also、uh, will like like they can see your personality and、uh, how you cope with this. So,、uh, which can really as the benefit or as the、uh, if you can do this in for for your.、Uh, Like uh, in your personal life, you probably can do better in the professional job in, environment. I I think a lot of uh, like uh, employers will think、uh, in this way, and but also like uh, I I really uh, looking forward to、uh, to see、uh, your personal business is growing and and yeah probably we can have some. Other chance to to have a chat about、uh, some specific topics, and by the way,、uh, do you have any any questions or anything you want to ask me? Sorry, I just keep it、uh, at the last part. But do you have anything you want to discuss or uh, talk? Um, I I think I I also have、uh, some questions, and I'd I'd love to talk to you、uh, more and further in detail, and it's it's. It's probably for a call in in the future, perhaps there.、Uh, um, I just also really want to thank you for for reaching out to me.、Um, I th- I think you you're doing a you're doing a great job at、uh, putting yourself out there and and meeting new people. And、uh, I I enjoy、uh, listening to your podcasts and 
you know, I, I always um, love hearing about different companies and how they deal with their problems and all of that. Um, so yeah, um, I think you, you, you're doing great and I'm really happy that I've met you. Um, I, I hope to return to New Zealand and uh, get, my, get my path back on track and um, hopefully we can we can meet up and spend some time together, have a coffee or something. Yeah, definitely. That's um, yeah. Looking forward to to meet in person. And it, yeah, like what I mentioned, if if you have any uh, questions or a specific topic, just send me a note, and we can schedule another podcast to just go deep, uh, like deep deep dive on the, those uh, those topics. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. And all the best to you, Pete, and for your and to your family. Okay, and talk to you uh, in the next one. <laughs> right, have a great. Uh, is it uh, afternoon in your uh, at yeah. Fiji in Fiji? Yeah, right. it's afternoon. I think we're just uh, one hour behind. Uh, yeah, one hour right. behind you. Yeah, so I'm cool. gonna go play some cr- cricket now with the guys on the island. Enjoy <laughs> ah, that's great. Yeah, I kind of pick my little one. So yeah, not that exciting, but still something I need to do. <laughs> right. All right, man. Cool. I'll enjoy it. All the best to you and your family. Yeah, thank you. You too. Have a great evening. Bye, yeah, Pete. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this far. What a story. The first reason I invited Peter to Bear Academy podcast is what if. I just can't help thinking, what if it happens on me? I came from China with family. It was quite hard when I arrived a new country to start from scratch. I might visit my extended family in China this year and would not be able to come back either. How could I learn from Pete the strategy to cope with it? That's the first reason I invited Peter to join us to share his story. But after talking to Peter, I realized it actually happened on me and it actually happened on every one of you already. I mean, everyone's life and work is impacted. In 2020, more or less. As a designer who's trapped on a tropical island, Peter's story might be a little bit, a little dramatic and a little bit extreme situation. He handled it in the best possible way. But what about us? What could you learn from his story? There's no risk free solutions. I think. The right strategy for us is to build a strong enough system to deal with uncertainties. It sounds like a design challenge. If you are listening to this far, I invite you to take this challenge to imagine how might I build a personal strategy to better cope with the situation if I'm in Peter's shoes. How could you design the shit out of this? That's a design challenge. Probably will be very helpful that we can try and practice. I hope it will not happen on any one of you. Sorry, Pete. It have it already happened on you, but 
I do believe take this mental practice will help you get a better position to deal with the uncertainties, especially in the year of 2020 and the upcoming years. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this one as I am. If you want to learn more, please check the show note at our website, podcast.bear.academy. If you are listening via Apple Podcasts, please leave a comment for it so there will be more people can find this show. If you feel like to share your story or to be the guest, please check the site for details. Bear Academy is a self-learning program providing courses on design, productivity, and career. If you are interested in start a design career, please check bear.academy for the free course and other useful info. Bear Academy Podcasts is my second podcast. And my first one, Bear Talk, started from 2012, which was Apple's Editor's Choice Award winner in 2013. It is also recommended by many Westerners as the best non-language learning podcast for Chinese learners. If you can speak Mandarin or unlearning Mandarin, you should have a try. Check beartalking.com for details. This is Bear Academy Podcast, a podcast about design, productivity, and technology. I'm Bear. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon in the next one. 再见。